Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Yesterday was a big day in Singapore in that the COVID-19 vaccination drive kicked off in earnest in the private healthcare sector. Uh, some 50 staff from Parkway Pantai Group uh, received their Pfizer-BioNTech shot, the first one. 30 doctors and nurses were given the jab at Mount E and Novena. Another 20 got the vaccine at Mount E and Orchard. Uh, and uh, senior executives, frontline workers now starting to get that vaccine. To give us an update on what that that's looking like uh, not only uh, through uh, that particular healthcare group, but what we're seeing around Singapore. Dr. Noel Yeo, uh, the Chief Operating Officer of IHH Healthcare Singapore, joining us on the line. Noel, great to have you back with us today. How are you doing? Thanks, Glenn. I'm feeling great. Yeah. Uh, I just took my vaccine yesterday. It's been just about 25 hours post-vaccine. I don't feel a thing. I, I, <laughs> just some mild ache. I think I, I think that's the question everybody would want to know, right? Did you feel any different? Did, did you have any issues? Now, all of us, when we get a jab, our arm is a bit sore, you know, for an amount of time. So that doesn't seem to be unusual. Yes. But other than that, no, uh, no side effects for you? None so far. I'm looking forward to my usual gym routine on a Sunday. Ah, okay. Well, uh, good for you. you. You're really getting out there, and you're going to go for it, huh? Good for <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, tell us about yesterday. It was a big. It was a big day for your group, uh, starting to uh, inoculate your your frontline people, your first responders, as well as some of your senior executives, yourself included. How, how did it all go? Well, it went very well, and I'm happy to let everyone know that uh, all 50 of us uh, who were vaccinated yesterday were all feeling fine uh, after one day, and. I don't expect us, any of us, to subsequently have any you know, side effects or so. Uh, most of us report having a mild ache at the site of the injection. That's very normal, as we all know. None of us have any allergic reactions. So that is uh, good news for the start. And we look forward to vaccinating the rest of our more than 8,000 staff in total. How long will that take, do you reckon? I think we will be able to achieve that within the next uh, three three weeks um, because you're looking at vaccinating this group of staff twice. Mm. So you take three weeks to finish it. And before uh, then, thereafter, we will start off uh, vaccinating the second dose. And that's when we can achieve the 95% uh, protection uh, in our bodies. And that would include Mount, Mount Elizabeth, Glen Eagles, uh, Pantai Parkway, uh, Sibadem, Fortis, uh, and that's just in Singapore. Or will that be across your network throughout Asia? Now, it's, if for now, it's only in Singapore. I, I think that uh, the Singapore division uh, of IHH Healthcare, we are very fortunate that we have a very effective government that is able to procure vaccines so early uh, for all of us. Mm. So we are truly the beneficiaries of uh, a job well done by the government. So yeah. therefore, it's only the Singapore division who will be receiving the vaccine uh, at this point in time. Yeah, what kind of screening did your own staff go through beforehand? Because we know from what we've seen, uh, I think, in the U.S. and other places that people with certain allergies or certain conditions should not take the vaccine. What did that look like for you at IHH? All right, so what we've done is that we have created a nominal role. We started to communicate um, the vaccination program to all our staff, and then we asked them to indicate their interests. So, so far, we have about 70% of our staff who agreed and volunteered to take the vaccine. And during these communications, we will explain to them uh, with information provided by the ministry about 
the benefits, the side effects, and the uh, contraindications against uh, taking the vaccine. And that's what you pointed out. Yes, uh, those people with a history of severe allergic reactions, uh, people who are pregnant or thinking of getting pregnant, and finally, those who are immunocompromised, they are currently not recommended to take the vaccine. Mm. But that's a relatively low amount in, in your group? Very few. Um, I would say less than 2% of our staff uh, fall into that category. Yeah. Uh, and, and this idea yesterday, of course, the, the rollout just among your group was uh, part of that was too to show people that, yes, uh, you know, we are taking it. Many of us are taking it. Your senior staff were taking it as well as some of your frontline people. Uh, how important is that to show the, uh, the the rest of everybody else, not just in IHH, but uh, across Singapore, that uh, people are getting out there and they're taking it. Of course, we saw the PM get his jab the other day. Uh, how important is that message to get out to get out in Singapore? Uh, I, I think we 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 as a team uh, firstly must demonstrate that the vaccine is safe because that's what is on everyone's mind. Uh, the doubts about the the effectiveness, the doubts about the safety, uh, being the key thought on people's mind. Um, so when we have uh, our leadership, starting with PM Lee, uh, following that, we have majority of our hospitals, uh, uh, top executives taking it. That shows uh, you know, uh, an approach of solidarity, of mm. confidence that we have in this vaccine. And so far, I think nobody is reporting any you know, discomfort, side effects or so. Uh, well, it's a very, very safe uh, vaccine to take. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this last week. We had you on the show last week uh, as we were looking yeah. forward to the rollout. And has anything changed in the in the past week in terms of your understanding of what it looks like, uh, the rollout across Singapore? Any new information or is it pretty much a status quo? Well, uh, last week, right, I, I was having some concern about the, you know, achieving that vaccination rate that we are, we are trying to get. Uh, remember, we spoke about uh, looking at a potential total of 10 million doses to give. That's assuming 5 million people agree, each have to receive two doses. Uh, I then talk about a, a rate of around 25,000 injections a day. But having tested it at our own hospitals uh, yesterday, uh, it was very fast. It was very convenient and, and, and easy to implement. So I'm actually getting more and more confident that uh, the government, as well as uh, the whole of uh, the nation's healthcare services, uh, as a, working as a team, we will be able to get everyone inoculated, um, especially those who are eager to start. So we are looking forward to a very successful program this coming year. Yeah, that, that last mile or last kilometer is always the big challenge. I had a guest on earlier from the U.S. talking about the challenges. Of course, a very different scenario there in terms of the size and scale. Uh, but but they have been having trouble in the U.S. getting to the actual point where somebody is able to get into a, a medical facility and and a nurse or a doctor is able to you know put to put that in, injection in their arm. Uh, what what does that look like? Some places like Israel, for example, have come up with an app that they use that people can go on the app, sign up for their time and their and their place of of in, inoculation. Do we know what that's going to look like yet in Singapore in terms of the actual? How do I sign up to get my injection? Right. So it's a very good question, uh, and certainly when we are able to digitize uh, the registration process, the records process, I guarantee that uh, we'll move even faster than what we are doing now. Mm. I take us all back to recall how we did contact tracing in the beginning in Singapore. Right, We were using paper forms, we were recording uh, physically, but the government 
with his agencies then had uh, the insight to develop digital technologies and that has replaced uh, all these paper forms. Now, it's seamless. It's easy to implement. And likewise, we are still in the early stages of the vaccination drive. Yes, yesterday we started off with physical forms, but I'm very confident and assured that our government will move towards a digital way of capturing uh, these records over time. And I'm pretty sure we'll be able to do it fast because we already have the experience of doing it for uh, for contact tracing, as an example, last year. Mm. Um, all the infrastructure is already in place. It's really a matter of improvising further. Yeah, and with a national ID system, you know, having, having an IC or a FIN card, uh, it's easy to track people and to get people it, into a location. Will, will this... As far as you know, will this only be done at hospitals or clinics, or will it be, or will there be any other areas? Like, will they do it at a at a community center or places like that as well? Do we know that yet? Uh, it's not confirmed at this point in time. Again, I will take us back to last year. Uh, we started off swabbing people in medical facilities, but then we then extrapolated. We brought brought out uh, these uh, swabbing centers outside mm-hmm. outside of medical facilities. We have care facilities that exist beyond hospital grounds. These are the same concepts that I believe will be effectively applied in vaccination. So I'm quite confident there will be vaccination centers uh, subsequently, and these will be managed by healthcare providers, and we'll be able to drive uh, the vaccinations really fast, swiftly, and effectively. Yeah, we're talking with Dr. Noel Yeo, the COO of IHH Healthcare in Singapore, who just started uh, their vaccinations in some of the private hospitals yesterday. Uh, and, and as you go forward, uh, you know, we saw we've seen a lot of photographs now of the of the injections being given and all that. It, it just takes just a matter of seconds, right, to get that done. I mean, it could be almost like a, a, a conveyor belt, uh, you know, a conveyor line type uh, process, could it not? Yes, and that's uh, provided that people come ready. They come uh, with knowledge of the vaccine, of the benefits of the side effect, and they provide their consent uh, on the spot at the point of registration. So at this point, I feel that public education is important, and that's what precisely uh, the government, the ministry, including us, we are doing it right now. We're trying to tell everyone and to dispel all the fears about the vaccines. So when people know, uh, they understand what it's about, the vaccination will be even faster uh, on site. Yeah. the uh, Of course, we're back to zero cases as of yesterday, uh, local cases, uh, 23, I think, uh, imported cases that had come in. Any further update on this UK strain? We saw a couple of cases uh, that were attached to that, people that had come back from the UK. Uh, any more information about that or what we know about the transmissibility of that UK strain? Yeah, I, I've, I've been reading up on uh, you know, some of the news reports regarding this strain. Uh, upcoming, we also have the South African uh, variant oh, right. that is uh, yeah. of concern. So now there are these two strains, the UK and the SA one, that people are worried about. I've, it is true that the transmissibility is higher in these both strains. And the good thing uh, is that the studies, there's a preliminary studies that have been conducted by, uh, I think, BioNTech scientists, they found that um, the current vaccine is still effective against uh, 16 new mutations of uh, the virus, which is very good news for all of us. Mm. So, so it is now pending a peer review, uh, but I'm very confident that you know, the peers will say that, yes, indeed, the studies are validated and we will have confidence that the vaccine is indeed good for the current times. 
Yeah, and and how do they do they treat patients any differently that perhaps the couple of patients that are here with those variants? Uh, is there a higher level of isolation with them or no. uh, anything different about their treatment? No, uh, it's the same. No, no, no difference. We, we, we regard them the, the, and treat them the same way. Uh, our staff protect ourselves the same way. Uh, people recover from it. Uh, it's just like uh, having uh, flu variants happening all the time. Right? People uh, contract the new, new types of uh, flu virus. They recover eventually. So it's the same process, just that it is COVID-19. Uh, in this context. Uh, any more discussion? LL Tan, one of our regular viewers, is on asking a question about the, the vaccination passport or the travel passport uh, for those who are safe. We did talk about that a little bit last weekend, but any, any new information or thoughts on if that's going to be a reality, what that might look like for Singapore? But I, well, for Singapore, I, I feel that eventually all of us will be uh, carrying some form of uh, certificate uh, regards our vaccination status. I, I, I want to put, uh, draw back on what uh, Minister Lawrence Wong have mentioned, that there is a possibility that more frequent testing of people who are not vaccinated might have to be done. Hmm. And so we will need some form of standard, some form of validated certification of people who had been vaccinated in order not to undergo these frequent uh, swap testings. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that maybe at events uh, or certain locations, you probably would have to undergo swab testing if you have not been vaccinated. But we don't know what that actual uh, passport or certificate or whatever would look like, do we? No, I I don't have any information uh, at this point in time. Uh, Certainly that would seem to be the right way to go, though, especially if people are going to start traveling again uh, and and getting out. All right. Well, our thanks to you, uh, Noel, for coming on again. As always, uh, it's great to get information from a source that's uh, knowledgeable and trusted. Dr. Noel Yeo, COO of IHH Healthcare here in Singapore. Uh, Thanks for being on with us today. Thanks, Glenn. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.